Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. All right, let's continue the conversation you guys were just having. You were talking about the idea that Kyrie could play for the Nets at home in the playoffs. Nets would have to pay a fine. Here's how it breaks down. Now, this is a, a New York City thing, right? This is not an NBA-imposed thing. This is a municipal issue. Mm-hmm. If the Nets violate the rule in place, if you're not vaccinated, the first defense is a warning. Slap on the wrist. That one's free. Hey, don't do that. It's like, yeah, right, like being censured by the UN or something. Like, <laughs> oh, bad. Okay. Second offense is a $1,000 fine. 1000 bucks. I just want, you, want people to know Joe Sy is worth $9 billion. Continue. $1,000. Like, if this was 1916, <laughs> that'd be like, I don't know, $1,000. That's a lot. Second offense... Oh, sorry, that was a thousand. Because the first is just a warning; it's free. Second offense is a thousand dollar fine. Third offense, uh oh, two thousand American dollars. So that'll be like a seat underneath the basket. Yeah. Yes. What fraction of a bitcoin is that? Okay. <laughs> Fourth offense. Well, it just dropped the other day, so it probably increased. Go ahead. So you'd think one thousand, two thousand. Is it going to be three thousand? Are they going up by thousand, or are they doubling from one to two? Is it four thousand? Ha ha! You'd be wrong. It's $5,000. You'd be up to eight grand already. Josiah, I don't know if he can find that kind of money. The fifth offense until your infinitieth offense. $5,000. Another nickel. What? There we go. So if the Nets don't play Kyrie at home until game one of the playoffs and they have home court throughout the playoffs, like this, in other words, let's try and figure out the largest possible number that this fine could be. They have they have home court throughout the playoffs. They pay a mac they, they play the maximum of sixteen home games because they go to a game seven every time. The whole thing they could pay up to sixty eight thousand dollars in fines. What? Here's Woj on the six p.m. Sports Center. There, you know, is a scenario where the Nets could decide that they're willing to pay a fine every game to have Kyrie Irving play. Now they're not willing to do that. Now they have an owner in Joe Sy who's been very. Uh, you know, who's been very emphatic in the need for people to get vaccinated. And I don't think the Nets right now uh, are going to go against that and publicly uh, pay fines for a player who's unvaccinated to play. But certainly with the league CDC uh, relaxations of of uh, covid rules, the world could look different for the Nets by the end of the season. Remember, they changed their stance once on Kyrie Irving. We don't want him as a part time player. They decided we do want him as a part time player. That, that could potentially change again before the postseason. You know, guys, when I hear this, the fact of the matter is, and Key, I don't think I need a medical degree to mention this, that, that, that our perception of COVID keeps changing, as does, and virus is mutated too, right? So now we have Omicron, and it's everywhere because it's highly contagious. On the other hand, especially since so many people are vaccinated, 
it doesn't feel, I think, to the average person walking down the street like it did when COVID-19 first hit and we had to lock everything down because people were, I mean, people are still dying. I don't want to make light of it. I don't want to make it like under say what's going on, but it it feels more like people are starting to psychologically accept the idea that this is here. It's, it's, it's going to be like getting the flu because they noticed that, especially among the vaccinated people's symptoms aren't as severe as they used to be. And it's something that we're going to have to live with. So I think psychologically, People's point of view about this is changing, guys, to the point where it may not even be that bad of a PR hit for the Nets just to pay the fine and have Kyrie play. Some. Some people, right? Not everybody. Some people view things differently. Um, Paying the fine is fine by me. I, I don't. I'm just talking about the optics of what it looks like. And you say not a bad PR hit going to be a it hit. Depend- Don't get it, it wrong. It, it, yeah. do, it depends yeah. on who's putting the hit out there mm-hmm. and how they want to run with it. Should the Nets do it to win a championship? I'm an athlete. Yeah, they should win a championship and do what it takes to win a championship. But I just know how this world reacts to things but, and how people go nuts over things. You won't let... Fans in that's not vaccinated to watch the games, but you're allowing, you know, and you get all that going. Or a visiting guys, player can play. I, I I can't, mean, I'm a fan of the team, Jay, but I can't afford $68,000 of fines to go watch my beloved Nets play. So here's what's funny to me, though. It's, you know, we're talking about the optics of Josiah and Kyrie and how loud that will be. Mm-hmm. The optics are already messed up, guys. They're already messed up. I just don't think national media has polarized it to the degree because it's not Kyrie Irving. It's not being made on it's a one side or the other. Unvaccinated players are allowed to come into Brooklyn and play. Kyrie last night played in the United Center, right, in a place in Chicago where you have to be vaccinated to go into places and eat and drink or a place like the United Center. He played in that, so the optics are already messed up. So, like, I, I, I don't understand why people are so concerned that this one is going to be blown out of proportion when it's already been, it's already been done. I think it, it's I already think been done. It's like everything, though, Jay. The goalpost moves. Yeah, but, Key, let me tell you how the goalpost moves. And it is moving. And going back to your point, Max. So, my wife and my two kids caught it over the break. Okay? We all had the quarantine together. I didn't catch it because I already had it twice. So, my daughter, right, is three years old. She's in the threes program at her school. And before they were like, hey, look, we're not taking if you're if you're COVID positive, we're not taking anything. We're not taking anybody back until you're you're COVID negative. All right. So my daughter had the symptoms for five days. Symptoms went away. She was a lot better for another three, four days. And she's out there running around laughing, no coughing, no sneezing, no nothing. And we're like, hey, can she go back to school? They're like, well, is she COVID negative? Like, no, she's her test came back. She's still positive, but she's not showing any symptoms. And they're like, yeah, OK, bring her back to school. Like right. that would have never been the case. Three months ago, three four the, months ago. The, so the question is about about his vaccination you know I mean? status. Case. I, but but it's, it's to the point I was making earlier. Yes. There's a sense that it's endemic now. That it's that we're not just going to get rid of it. That that as long as the 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 virus is heading in a direction where it's less deadly rather than more, people are going to figure it out. But I, I you know I, they're I mean, still going to scream though. People are still always going to scream. scream. No, yeah, no question. And Jay's like Jay said though. He was able to play in the United Center, but the rules that are in place, Mm -hmm. if you are a home team 
with a player that's not vaccinated in Chicago as well as here in New York, they cannot yeah, play. I get, I, right. But so he, it's like it feels hypocrite. It feels like contradictory. The thing about the unvaccinated, here's where I could see a real PR hit. And this is the reason I remember I was out in L.A. doing uh, um, Sports Nation and Max Marcel's on radio on ESPN out in L.A. Plug. And I couldn't take my kids to um, Disneyland all of a sudden. This is pre-pandemic because the measles had come back because there's this big anti-vax mm-hmm. movement at the time. And, and so, like, I was very aware of this issue pre-pandemic, pre all the political roiling of our country. And, and, and I, I, like, it, if you look into it, you'll find that if a certain percentage of the population is vaccinated, you're okay. And then the people who choose not to get vaccinated are called freeloaders. They're relying on the herd immunity that everyone else creates by getting vaccinated. So people who are aware of stuff like that will not like what's going on with Kyrie if he goes back to play. I think most people, however, will feel, I just want to see him play basketball. Well, also, I'm not as afraid of Omicron as I was of COVID-19 when it first came out. You know, I think it, they're going to feel that. And their vac- and, and vaccinations now. If it, was, if it was really about the safety, mm-hmm. then shut down businesses, right? Like, why are fines in place? Shut, shut businesses down, New York. You tell me it's going to affect your bottom line? Like, so you put fines in place by saying, all right, first one, you get a warning. Then you get a $1,000 fine. You get a two thousand up. So obviously, this has been thought through. If people if people violate that, right? But they're not going to shut down big businesses. It's helping the bottom line of the city. Yeah, no, I, mean, I agree. I think that there's actually far too much. I, it's about the money. A, no, and what I'm saying degree. is, it's America. You make your own decision about whether or not you want to get vaccinated. That is on you. If it were me, I, I there would be much less time. Like you get, you get, you don't have to get vaccinated, but then you ain't coming to work. You ain't going to school, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And so that's not where we are culturally, to me, unfortunately. And as a result, people are looking at Kyrie going, hold up, why can't he play? Because of the things that you're pointing out, Jay, that seem to be contradictory, right? Um, Keyshawn, Jay Willemax is presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join on the Goodyear Hotline. We get to the other big story in New York yesterday. For Adam Schefter, the New York Giants have fired their now former head coach, Joe Judge. I mean, yeah, that's what happens when you stink at your job. You know, like you get fired. I think what most fans want to see is a confident product on the field. They don't want to see quarterback sneaks on third and nine from your own five-yard line. They want to see a team that's mentally and physically tough, a team that's going to be competitive more often than not. So... John Mara, Giants owner, CEO, co-owner with Steve Tisch, CEO, and for me, most importantly, team president, that's where my beef is, on why fans should trust him to get this right. This was Wednesday in the press conferences yesterday. Listen. Well, I haven't given him any reason to believe that. It's up to me to make the right choices, up to Steve and I to make the right choices going forward to earn back their trust. And that is not going to be an overnight process. That's going to take some time, but it starts with getting the general manager pick done correctly and then with hiring the right head coach. Now, that's going to be a process that we're going to have to earn their trust again. And as I said, that's not going to happen overnight. Guys, you know, I've mentioned about John Mara that, I really don't want him to be team president because he's bad at it. But CEO, sure, obviously. There's not ill will in New York about Mara the way there is about Jim Dolan or someone like that. He's not disliked. He's just been identified why, correctly. Why, why don't you want him to be the president? What is because he doing he, that's so wrong? He hired Dave Gettleman. Uh, you know how many 
you know how many owners or general managers, for that matter, have mm -hmm. hired the wrong general <laughs> manager or the wrong head coach for whatever reason? Yeah, but if they if you have a, fut a record of futility for a decade, you got to go. If you're a team oh, president, you got to no, go. Man, dude, if I own the, the team, dude, the dude won two championships. He won two championships prior to the Gettleman hire. That was 10 years ago, and no, it he was, wasn't team president at the time. Since he's been he team still, president, things have fallen was, apart. He still was making the decisions along with whoever was the team president. I like what Mara had to say. <laughs> he's being honest and straightforward. In that soundbite, he was saying, I haven't given him reason to trust us. That's exactly right. Now, listen to this about their – and this, is, this addresses what you just said to me, Key. The new GM – listen to John Mara. We're going to react to this. Listen. He will lead the search for a head coach, but those decisions always are subject to final approval by ownership. You know, in terms of, of Daniel or Saquon or anyone else you want to ask me, that's going to be, be between the general manager and the head coach. That's John Mara, Giants co-owner along with Steve Tisch. He's also the CEO. All that's good with me, but he's also team president. You hear what he just said, Key? That's to me what it's about. He's like, look, Saquon, Daniel, that's just the GM and the head coach. Yeah. I'm out of that. Because it's roster. But mm -hmm. finding the GM, that's me. Yeah. But, but, but wait, wait. This is where I want to slow down for a second. If you're CEO and, and owner, you've got to sign off on everything. I get it. But if you're team president, you are actively involved in the search. I think of a dude like Masai Ujiri in Toronto where they've had a lot of success. He's team president, right? So there's a GM under him. But he goes – He has a, he's hands-on. What I'm saying about Mara is take your hands off. But the structure in Toronto in basketball is different than the structure in football. Uh, uh, he has to, as an owner, find a general manager, even if he removed himself from president. Mm -hmm. As he said in that clip, he has to sign off on it regardless. Even if okay. you, as the general manager, brought me – Jay Will is the coach. I got to – what you think? I'm just going to let you hire Jay Will? No, no I'm going to sit down. I'm going to talk to Jay Will. Well, I'm, and we're going to have a conversation before me and my partner say, good, let's do it. Doesn't that depend upon what kind of general manager you bring in and what kind of clout he kind of warrants? Like, no matter what general manager like, but it I'm is. Saying, like, hypothetically, I know we talk about this over the last several days. You bring in Sean Payton. Yeah. You're Sean Payton. You're telling me, oh, I need to get your approval, John Mara for how I want to build this team out as it relates to Daniel Jones. Like, I, I hear they have to sign off on it, but no, if you bring the, in a guy like here's that. The difference not between the roster. He's, he, that's what John was saying in there. The general manager and the head coach are in charge of the roster. They'll make the decisions on whether Saquon is the guy, or whether Daniel Jones is the guy. His argument is, Max's argument is, he shouldn't be allowed to – allow himself <laughs> to sign off to sign off no find no no i'm not saying sign off wait this is this is the confusion look the congress passes laws right the no, president, get, oh, wait, 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 stick wait. no he's I, staying I'm with trying, well, stop, stop. so so then the president can Jeez. veto right okay that's one thing that's different than writing the law yeah. you just have veto power yep. signing off is essentially the same thing as veto power fair you're like you guys did all this work, the legwork, you interviewed everyone, you made your judgment. Now, I just need to know if I agree with you or not. And if I don't, I'm not signing off on that guy. That's totally different than being actively involved in a search for a guy, input in decision-making mm -hmm. on who that candidate is going to be. That's different than I'm just going to sit back, key, Jay, go do your thing. 
bring me this dude. Let me see if I like him. I don't like this dude. Veto. That's different than me being involved with you guys looking for but what he, I want. But that's not what he's saying he's doing. He's not saying Okay, let's he's listen doing to it, it again. Yeah. Let's listen to it again. He will lead the search for a head coach, but those decisions always are subject to final approval by ownership. You know, in terms of, of Daniel or Saquon or anyone else you want to ask me, that's going to be between the general manager and the head coach. Okay. He, he, what he just said right there, Max, is it's always final approval by the owner. I'm going to allow you to do you, yeah. but I got to approve it. But no, he he was talking slick just then. No, hold on, hold really? on. Really? Wait, let it didn't me, sound let like me, he was talking let slick. Let me explain to you. He said he is going to lead the search. Meaning, for I don't the, know. Me, when he said he, he means the general manager. General manager. He means the You got to listen to it. For, listen to it again. Play it again. Play it again. Play it again. Play it again. He will lead the search for a head coach, but okay. those decisions the always. GM. Are- okay, fine. Yeah. He will lead the search. I take it back. The GM will lead it. But, but wait, wait, hold. You gotta Who take- chooses the GM? But Max, but that's somebody's got it. Somebody okay. has to do that. Wait a minute. That's what they're going to do. Uh, hold on. Think this through. I'm very consistent. Somebody has to lead the search for the GM. That would be the team president. The CEO and owner but, but, signs but, 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 off. Check this out, though, Buttercup. You have to pay attention. The one thing he said is he said, we haven't done a good job. There's no reason to trust us right now. We got to win that trust back. Also in his press conference, he also mentioned we have to find the right general manager. Mm -hmm. He is admitting to that. Him and Steve. And I'm saying, saying, I I think, look, we're all right here because I hear what you're saying and I'm in alignment with you that, he said he's going to pick the GM and then he's going to allocate the GM or, you know, say, essentially say, hey, GM, delegate your responsibilities. This is yours. Now you pick the coach. I'll stay out of it. I'll sign off on approval. What Max is saying is there's been a level of idiocy in the process to begin with that he doesn't trust them to pick the right GM, that there should be somebody in place that should be the team president and that should not be John Mara. John Mara and Steve Tisch should just be the owners. And that's it. Or and I see, the I CEO. Think they, I yeah. think they. I think yeah. both of them are more than qualified to pick a general manager and have the general manager lead the charge. Okay. Not in the last ten years. But ten years. They it, they picked uh, Jerry Reese. They won Super Bowls. With, then they fired him. And they with the Corsi's team, and largely. It doesn't matter. But but they you still, said it mattered when Switzer won with, with. But that's different though, because that was the coach. It was on autopilot. Let, let me let me I'll, let me explain it another way. You know how you said just now you pointed out that I was incorrect in the way I was hearing it. He's saying the GM will lead the search for the coach, and they'll just sign off on it, right? The owners will just sign off on it. But if it's the like GM it. that's going to be leading the search for the coach. Yes. What I'm saying is someone's got to lead the search for the GM. I don't mind I, I, I don't mind Mara signing off on I, it. No, I understand Put that. someone there who knows what they're doing. You want, like you, a Rich you McKay. You want a Rich McKay. Yes. Who is the president of the Atlanta Falcons who will then lead the search for the general manager. Yes. But that's the way that organization is designed and built. They feel hadn't always been that way. They, they feel I'm talking about Atlanta, Uh-oh. but they feel here in New York that they are more than qualified to hire a general manager. That's why he said we haven't got it done right. We're good. We owe it to the fans. 
we're going to get the right guy because they feel that they're going to get the right guy. They understand the mistakes. I feel otherwise. <laughs> they, they feel the mistakes that was made was internally. Mm-hmm. Hey, I know Max, I'm going to hire him. We've been together drinking coffee forever. Bad mistake, right? right. They, sure, right. They, you don't they, hire your friends. Yeah. They, yeah. they admitted to that. Right. So now they're looking outside of mm-hmm. MetLife. They're looking outside. But what he said That's is a correct. a step in the right direction. Okay, let's play the first clip again, Evan. This is why I feel the way I do. Listen to what he said about, about trust. Well, I haven't given him any reason to believe that. It's up to me to make the right choices, up to Steve and I to make the right choices going forward to earn back their trust. And that is not going to be an overnight process. That's going to take some time, but it starts with getting the general manager pick done uh, correctly and then with hiring the right head coach. He's right in so his that's going to be a process that we're going to have to earn their trust again. And as I said, that's not going to happen overnight. He's right in his analysis. What I'm saying is I don't have another 10 years of my life to waste <laughs> waiting to see if they're right He's or wrong. Damn oh, nice. super fan. Max, all right. I don't, but but like like I, I, what I'm saying is yes, you are correct. John Mayer is correct. He has there's everyone in New York like who roots for the Giants has an affinity for him. It's not about that. They like the fact that he owns the team. It's in his capacity as team president. He has been such an abject failure. So in the especially the last time around with with Gettleman that if it was anyone else as CEO, he would have fired the guy. So fire himself and go get a real president. But That's he, what I'm saying. He feels, again. <laughs> yes, I know what he feels. That he is more than qualified. Do you feel he is? I, I don't have a problem with him finding a general manager. I don't have a problem with if that. If you were a Giants fan, would you have a problem with it? No, because I'm not like you. I'm not, I'm not, I don't live and Don't die. be so down on yourself. I don't live and die <laughs> based on what an owner of a team is doing with a team. I'm not going to go crazy like that because they've won championships doing it a certain way. And then oh. they're going to do it another way now because they realize the mistakes that they just made. Very happy as a Giants fan, Jay, to have John Mara as, as an owner of the team and as a CEO. I'm not happy about having him as president. I'll give you last word. I will say this. Eight playoff teams do have the president as the owner of the team. Eight playoff teams. This Eight year. playoff yeah. teams do, and the Giants haven't spent a single day over five hundred in five years. Like I said, so maybe I'm, they're I'm not going back Super fan, man. to being optimistic right now, Max. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to bring you back towards right. where we're I going. I like you did it yesterday. I like the tone of John Mara. I do too. Off the interview, I know you may have questions about the lack of judgment, but to me, as a fan, that sounded like somebody says, "I am willing to do what it takes to earn back your trust." And that's not going to happen overnight, but just know that I am thinking that I like that. Hire a team president. You got my trust just like this. You got it right back. Let's bring uh, Bart Scott into this conversation who has, and, and ask him who has the most pressure on them going into Super Wild Card Weekend. That's next. Keyshawn J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel. Keyshawn J. Will and Max, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. 
Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Bart Scott here hey, giving yo. the Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Huh. No contract, no compromise. Key goes for the shot in the waste what paper basket. Way from off. A- man, he was like Kevin Duckworth uh, over there shooting them jays, man. <laughs> Duckworth. Oh, Kevin Duckworth hit a shot. He ain't making that. No contract, no compromise. Good morning, Bart Scott. Me. Key again. Bill from outside, short. Sure, was long that. and then was short. You already <laughs> owe me five. I missed y'all, man. What's up? What's going on, Bart? Y'all don't answer my calls. Key asked me, was I still working here, man? You heard something, Key? <laughs> we in this together, bro. If I go, we all go. Nah. <laughs> nah. 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 with me? Who's coming with me? <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. I'm you like... Good? I'm like a coach that's <laughs> assistant coach that know I'm getting ready to get fired. I don't talk to nobody <laughs> for a couple weeks. Go in and close my door. Yeah, y'all see <laughs> Key lately? Y'all see on, Coach Key? Work on my, my future plans and my resume. Looking through other programs and media guys, other teams. Come on, there. He got fam on two other teams. Like, hey, hold on. What no, you doing, Coach? No. You, come into his, you come into his office and he goes, he closes the laptop real quick. What you doing? I ain't Speaking of guys. I've done that before, though. Yo, I Speaking love that logo, guys. bro. That's hot right there, son. What's that? Man, we should get some merch. Speaking of up. guys who are about to get fired, Ridiron about to fire Ben Roethlisberger, at least from the NFL. <laughs> Bart, you played in the AFC North yeah. for much of your career. Here's Big Ben. Listen on facing the Chiefs? We haven't discussed it, but I think, um, you know, I would assume as a group you understand that, you know, we probably aren't supposed to be here. We're probably not a very good football team. We're the, out of 14 teams I think are in, we're probably number 14. Um, we're a double-digit underdog in the playoffs. So let's just go play and have fun and see what happens. Yeah, I mean, we're probably 20-point underdogs, and we're going to the number one, te- the number one team that's, I know they're not the number one team, but they're the number one team that's won the AFC the last two years. Um, arguably the best team in football. Um, we don't have a chance, so let's just go in and play and have fun. What you think, Bart? That's 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 reflection, right? That's perspective, right? He understands what everybody else says. Now that silent confidence that you have internally in that locker room, you know, J- you know, T.J. Watts, like, hey man, I got to get to the quarterback. They got to get turnovers, right? It got to be one of those games when we looked at Indianapolis and Jacksonville, like, how the hell they lose to them, right? But you know, football is funny. Right? The ball can bounce in weird ways, and Ben just has to make enough plays. You talk about special teams, they block punts. It's going to be all three phases, and they're going to have to make sure that they come and make the big plays. You know, when it's opportunity to make interceptions, you know, you can't be pumping yourself, you know, oh, that a boy, my bad. Yeah, it is your bad. You just lost us the game because mm. that could be the determining play. When those plays are there, you got to make, you got to take advantage of them. And that's how it is, man. And like we've seen it before, and Ben knows what he, listen, it's nothing to lose. They're supposed to win, lose. All the pressure is on. 
on Kansas City. So, man, fumble rookies, get creative, man. Play with a sense of desperation. It's tough to beat a team when they're doing anything. That's what I said to you earlier, Max. Then why the hell y'all have me on? (laughs) The ball can bounce anyway, man. All of a sudden, there's a sack fumble scoop and score. There's a a, a pick that goes through somebody's arms because they they tried to catch it with their arms instead of their hands. All of a sudden, there's a punt return because Kansas City's backed up, and then there's a punt return that's getting muffed. Dodgy you know, Harris, thinking dunk a, offense, no, eat a, the clock. Yeah, yeah. Mika yeah. Fitzpatrick, T.J. Watt. Somebody's going to stand on their head, head, right? You need yeah. your great players to play great. They can't play average. They can't have one of these games where the stat line is crazy. T.J. Watt got to be harassing Mahomes. He's got to be getting the ball. He's got to make it uncomfortable. And then they got to try and limit the possessions. That's really what it's all about. And as long as they are in it with a, with a you know, uh, little time on the clock, and, and they're within one score. Whoever has the ball last could win. Your best players, like you said, T.J. Watt, Mika Fitzpatrick, Pro Bowl players. Claypool. Claypool. They got to now go up a notch. And the guys that are not, they got to go up. So everybody takes the game up or elevated in the playoffs. That's how you win. Your best player plays insane. Your second best player plays insane. That's how you get it when you're an underdog. I think this game has the second highest spread there is out of all the games mm-hmm. that are happening. 12 and a half. 12 and a half, right? It, it, is, it is fascinating when you think about, and James Steele, one of our producers, is, is the biggest Kansas City fan that I think I've seen. Yeah. I've lost a lot of money this year on Kansas City. They don't cover. Spread, man. Yeah. They're eight and nine. So, like, it, you start looking at all these games and you start saying, if, if there's one matchup, a team that hasn't done well against a spread, against a dink and dunk quarterback who yep. plays well in the trenches – I think I think people are getting overly influenced by the fact that the Chiefs baptized them, you know, some weeks back, and that, that was without Travis Kelsey. Yes. But this is Roethlisberger's potentially last game of his career. It's a Mike Tomlin coach team in the playoffs with guys mm-hmm. like Fitzpatrick and T.J. Watt yeah. on the defensive side. It may not be so easy. Well, what, what that, it, advantage always goes to the team that got blew out, right? Because when you get blew out, you got to go back and assess everything that contributed to the loss. When you win, things that can make you lose get swept under the rug. So, like, you're going in in, in, in Pittsburgh and, and you think, uh, they're thinking, oh, well, they're going to come with the same defense. I can remember going against Peyton Manning. Like, you know, the three AFC championships I went to in a row, I was a road team in every one of those victories. Mm. So that's six wins in three years on the road. Go ahead and humble going, brother, going, brother, going, go going Three AFC championships well, I went to in a row. Well, 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 <laughs> well, so what? I didn't win in smoke. I didn't yeah. say nothing. So what? <laughs> I didn't say you nothing. Know you know what I'm saying? And you could have seen Nike, the fact that Bart saw that. You know what I'm saying? I be, I, you know what I'm saying? Focus, I'm, focus in on your comment. <laughs> it's hard please. to win without Get a him, franchise. Bart. It's hard to win without Man, a franchise quarterback. Get him, Bart. Focus in. Get him, well, Bart. Well, you know, what it is is you go in there and you just got to lock in, right? And, and really, it's the game plans. Like the two times that we, that we won, we beat Peyton Manning one week and then we beat um, Brady the next. Oof. It's because they were used to us playing a certain way. So we switched everything. Right, mm. we switched everything, so then they prepared for something else, and they couldn't make the adjustments. And in the playoffs, things happen so fast. You look up, it's the third quarter, and then what happens is the team that's supposed to win starts to panic. The team that's that's behind that is supposed to win, they can care less. So the pressure from the young guys, they don't have the pressure. Traditionally, when you go on a road and you're a good team, you're going against another good team, but you're the the road team. You feel pressure. 
you know, so the young guys can't perform on the road. But when they expected to lose, they out there loose. So now they playing swagged out. Mm. They talking stuff. And then it makes it for, for a tough environment for the other team because they doing reverses, fumble rooskies. You can't do that if you're Kansas City. You got to play uh, traditionally. They doing reverses, reverse passes. He's like, man, what you doing, man? It's like going to get somebody that has nothing to lose. So See? He told you. Same thing I told you earlier. Yeah, yeah. Well, you <laughs> both, Why am I on here then? You both played in the league a lot of years. We're very successful. So, yes. All right. Look, well, they expect bad hold weather. Hold man. You going you gonna to quit over there with that little, that little shade you going over there. I didn't say nothing. Over, over there looking like Eddie Monster with your little Adams Family outfit on. You better quit playing. Good, man. <laughs> Part with the jokes. Y'all are real funny, yo. Look, real funny. they expect bad weather in the Pats-Bills game this week. And what's crazy is this is – who pointed this out to us the other day? That – sorry, who was it, Evan? Yeah, Jermaine Wiggins pointed this out. And, and since then, I've heard it a bunch of times. They drafted Josh Allen in Buffalo, yeah. not only because of his talent, but because big, strong kid can run big arm, Wyoming. play in the bad weather. He yep. could play up in Buffalo, but he's been bad in bad weather. So does this weather, not as windy as the last time, yeah. but does this weather play into the Pats' favor? Yeah, because what happens is it's more physicality. But, you know, the Pats want to run the ball more. I think, you know, the advantage is if the, you know, defenders for Buffalo can get their head on the ball. What happens to a football when it gets cold is it, the oil comes out and it gets really slick. Oh, and what happens, did I is, say that what happens is then it gets frozen. So, like, now it's like, a, now it's like running around with an icicle, right? So, if, the, if you're the pass and you're running the ball all the time, if you're holding guys up, don't let them fall and they get hands on the ball, punch at the ball, try and hit the hands. Yo, guys' fingers start getting cold. They can't feel the circulation. And especially the longer the drive goes. Because when you get to the bench, everybody's standing by the uh, little tor- heat torpedo. Everybody got their feet in the little heated vents. But once you get out there, you out there. And that's when you got to take advantage of it. Because you look at the receivers, they out there, got their hands in. You can tell when it's a run, when it's a pass. Because they scary. You know, guys like Keyshawn, you know, all whacked. You know, oh, it's cold. I'm from Southern Cali. You know what I mean? So you got to make sure. <laughs> also, when it gets cold, the shoulder pads stiffen up. So this one, guys like me get to be stars, right? Because I, I ain't in, I ain't in, I ain't in the pass game stuff. But if you want to put it in the phone booth and you want to knuckle up, I was all about that life. So you when like pa- the cold? Oh, man, when them pat, I'm from Detroit, man. Come on, son. Like when when when, when those pat when those pads stiffen up, those are weapons. Cronk Jim, what you know about those, those, that? Those are weapons. And guess what else gets cold? That ground. That ground. So now I'm putting all my body weight. And I'm making sure I'm dumping your shoulder and your head into the mm. ground. And I'm trying to get you up out of there. And you're like, listen, it ain't worth all that to me. Well, it is for me. Yeah, well, everything you said is true. CJ, a lot of people think I didn't play in the league because I'm not any good and not athletic and small and everything. No, it's because of what Bart's saying. Who needs that? uh, Who needs it? This makes me happy I play basketball. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. (laughs) Football has made more basketball players than any other sport in the world. Mm. Let that sink in. Oh, if you can can play in the NBA, you do. No, I've seen guys playing both. I've seen guys get hit so hard they just go grab their basketball like I'm out. Yeah. Don't, don't say goodbye. Don't say nothing. You got an option to play in the NBA. You got to be nuts not to take it based on what you just on what you just said alone. Well, for guys like Jay, though, Jay's under six feet. So he was still in that. Uh, you know, first off, first off, no, no, don't start. Five off eleven. Any, no, six one and a half. Stop. That's okay. Bart Scott, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> snapping on everybody. I didn't even say nothing. No, 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 what, no. What I'm saying is we because go to break, Bart. a lot of guys his size stay with football because, you know, it's in most all, you got to be great to be yeah, his size. Well, that's why he was two-time ball. national player of the year. Keyshawn J. Will and Max is presented man. by Progressive Insurance. All guests on the Goodyear Hotline. Right Which quarterbacks do we trust in every matchup this week? Keyshawn J. Will and Max, the podcast.
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, guys, there are six games in Super Wild Card Weekend. We're going to get you set with a little take your pick. Evan? Yeah, let's do it. All right, guys, which quarterback in each matchup do you trust more? Let's start with the one Monday night on ESPN. Megacast, Kyler Murray, Matthew Stafford. Key, who do you trust more? Take your pick. I trust Matthew Stafford in this particular game. No, maybe no DeAndre Hopkins for Kyler Murray, but Matthew Stafford has to do it. I think Sean McVay puts him in a better position with Cooper Cup to get it done. On top of that, you got to just experience in playoffs and a new young quarterback entering the playoffs. I just I trust Matthew Stafford. Great analyst breakdown, Tom Jackson. Um, I'm going more so with Kyler Murray, and I know he does not have D-Hop, but there's something still magical about him when you watch his ability to get out of the pocket to make plays happen and like this is a matchup where these two teams split right so look I just there's something different about Kyler Murray in the playoffs I'm gonna go Kyler Murray I think you know I put all the quarterbacks in a row no buckets no nothing one through whatever I had Kyler Murray is at number six I got Murray at, I got Stafford at 11 like right outside the top 10 because I don't trust him for whatever reason so I, I just I, th- I, th- I think Kyler Murray's just better, but we'll see. That being said, Matthew Stafford's going to win. I don't know. Derek Carr, Joe Burrow, both guys making their playoff debuts, Ooh. first game of the playoffs. Derek Carr, Joe Burrow, Key, who do you trust more? I think, I, I, again, I'm going to go with a veteran guy and Derek Carr. Hasn't played in a playoff game, but he is a veteran quarterback, so it shouldn't be too big for him. They're not asking him to do a whole lot in the passing game, just do enough. I think Joe Burrow and that offense relies so heavily on him spitting the ball out all over the place that there could be some costly mistakes. Although the Raiders' secondary is not great, their defensive front is, and they could go get him. I, I trust Derek Carr in this situation. Yeah, I love Joe Thero, as Max gave him. Joe him with the nickname. Yeah. I think it's a dope one. But I'm going to ride with Derek Carr. Just everything Derek Carr has been able to do for this team this year, battling through all the adversity – the way this team has came together to fight for Rich Passaccia, I, I just I'm going to take Derek Carr in this scenario. First playoff experience with Joe Thorough. Very tough one. I agree with everything you guys are saying about Derek Carr, and I got a feeling about him the same way you guys do. I got to go with Joe Burrow. By the way, Hembo with the assist to Dan Orlovsky, who tweeted yesterday, mm-hmm. Joe Burrow's played in six have to have it games in his career. Right, 2019 LSU, Bama, Georgia for the SEC title, Oklahoma, Clemson for the national title. The Ravens in Week 16, the Chiefs in Week 17. You know what he is in those games? Six and O, oh, 27 touchdowns, no interceptions, 444 yards a game. Joe Thorough, I gotta go with him in the big moment. Mm. All right, 
Mac Jones, Josh Allen. Who you trust more, Key? Evan, is it, re- is it really Mac? Is it more Bill Belichick versus Josh Allen? Um, is Bill Belichick playing quarterback? No, it's, it's just, Mac Jones, uh, Josh Allen. Who okay. do you trust more? All right. uh, Josh Allen. Uh, in this situation, I think Josh is, has to show people he can play in the cold. They may throw the ball down the field. I don't see where New England's going to put Mac Jones in that position unless they fall behind and they have nothing else but that in terms of the passing game. With that being said, it's Josh Allen all day long for me. Yeah, it's easy. It's Josh Allen for me. If this was Josh Allen versus Bill Belichick, I would probably take Bill Belichick, but I don't see Mac Jones trying to or even being in a position where he's going to have to win this game on his own. I think Bill will find other ways to try to win the game before he lets his quarterbacks start throwing the ball 20, 30 yards down the field. Didn't the man say that Bill Belichick doesn't play quarterback? Well, also, it's like, also, who do you trust more? So, like, I don't trust Josh Allen. He could lose me the game. I'm with you, Evan. There's something – here's the thing. The reason I'm going to go with Josh Allen, Mac Jones will be the more trustworthy quarterback, I believe. He has that sense in him. Like, you just feel like this dude knows where to go with the ball. But he's a rookie. I'm not going to take a rookie over a veteran quarterback when the veteran also has a huge talent advantage, right? So I'll go with Josh Allen. Tom Brady, Jalen Hurts, who do you trust? Ooh, it's close, huh, Key? I trust trust Tom Brady. I don't trust no Jalen Hurts when you're talking (laughs) about those two. How could that be close? You got a young quarterback that's going to be out there just loose and unleashing things and – you know, might get himself caught in this bad situation. If Philadelphia is to win this game, he's got to play lights out. Yeah, I'm going Tom Brady, man. I'm, it's Look, regardless of the fact that he's lost weapons, he still has weapons, and it's still a guy who's won seven Super Bowls. Think, I'm trying to think. Do I take the guy who's never been there before or the guy who's in his 21st season who's won seven Super Bowls? I mean, at some point, Max is going to mm. fall off the cliff. Could be this weekend. That don't be ridiculous. <laughs> Sound like that idiot in the media. Tom Brady, go ahead. <laughs> Jimmy G, Dak Prescott, who do you trust more? Who do you trust more, Jimmy G or Dak Prescott, Key? I'm going to trust Dak Prescott in this situation. I think he's got the better offensive skill positions, the weapons. I think when you look at it, Jimmy G, when they've been to the playoffs in the past, they don't trust Jimmy G. They take the ball out of his hands because they don't want him screwing it up for whatever reason. And I think that'll be the same here. I tend to lean a little bit more towards Jimmy G. And I hear what you're saying about the pass key. But something feels different about Jimmy G this year. And I know there's a lot of pressure on Dak. Like I said before, when the Cowboys play teams outside the, the NFC East, man, they're 6-5. and five. Like, it's, it's not easy when they play against top-tier competition for them. Dak is more talented, obviously. I'm going to go with Jimmy G partly because of what Key said. They trust him with less. Dak has more responsibility, and therefore it's a more difficult job. I like Jimmy G here. All right, real quick, Mahomes or Roethlisberger? Quick answers. Trust. I'm, I'm going to go with Patrick Mahomes. I can't trust Big Ben. Yeah, Mahomes. Mahomes all day. If the question is football, the answer is Mahomes for me. Jerry Jones says it's Super Bowl or bust. So what will happen if they lose on Sunday? What does bust mean? That's next, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. 